When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Well, it's Tuesday here on this program, and you know what that means. Actually, no, it's Wednesday. Oh, my Lord. Well, it's Wednesday here on this program. You know what it means either day. Tonight is AEW Dynamite, and it is the go-home show for Full Gear, which is coming up on Saturday. And uh, as it turns out, Saturday is a very, very exciting day, because Saturday is not only Full Gear, but it is New Japan Battle in the Valley, And guess who's going to that show now? I am! So yes, somehow, Dave and I are going to watch Full Gear and Battle in the Valley and do a show that night and be back for Sunday's show and everything else. So it's going to be a very, very busy weekend, but we can talk to you about both of those things here. We've also got the Raw ratings. Sometimes the Raw ratings are like whatever, but this week the Raw ratings are newsworthy because... Ross set one record and tied another, and neither was a good thing, it says here on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. So we'll talk about the record-breaking low numbers for Raw and uh, why it's uh, it's not good. Not horrible. I mean, life continues. But the third hour of Raw, 1.37 million viewers. And we'll talk about the demo. I mean, there is a chance they will be beaten by AEW tonight. We've also got NXT. Their next big event is not going to be called TakeOver. It'll be NXT War Games. Updates on Bray Wyatt, Zoe Stark, Beth Phoenix, Finn Balor. A lot of stuff to get into today. And no, I have not watched NXT 2.0 yet, but I will get to that. As excited as I was yesterday, I didn't watch the show yet. But anyway, we can talk about that and so much more. The phone number... 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez at SemperVV. Back in a moment to kick it off Wrestling Observer Live.
Don't miss See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, and more. Right now, get up to a $20 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select Sylvania bulbs. Plus, earn double O Rewards points with your purchase. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Welcome to Furniture Depot. And you, come on in. Couches are flying off the floor at Cheyenne's Furniture Store. Sarah, can you go over to dining sets, please? She needs more sales associates before shoppers take their seats elsewhere. somebody get me a price check on trundle beds? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Ross set one record and tied another last night, and neither was good things from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Show averaged averaged one point. And, yeah, by the way, somebody in the chat said this daylight savings time had just thrown me for a loop, and, oh, my God, is it ever. This sucks. This How? daylight you savings got an time. hour. What's wrong no, with No, I didn't you? get an hour, Mike. Why not? Well, it doesn't work that way when you have kids. 
I have a kid. Don't tell me this nonsense. Not a, got not two a kids that should have been asleep by two o'clock in the morning on Sunday God morning. Help me, Jiminy Christmas. These these kids God. go to bed at the normal time. They wake up an hour early. Oh, I don't I don't know what day it is. It's horrible. But anyway, if God I screw the show up, you can you can blame daylight savings time. Just like WWE's blaming daylight savings time because everyone <laughs> makes fun of this, but it happens every single time the clocks change. Daylight savings time has occurred, and so now the third hour of Raw is dead. And then come the spring, when the clocks shift again, we're going to end up with the first hour being dead and the other two hours doing fine. It happens every single time, even though people like to deny it. Show averaged 1.55 million viewers, drew an 0.40 rating in 18 49, 0. 0.22 in 18 34. These demos are horrid for a Monday Night Raw. First two hours in the normal range. But then hour three, you guys remember on, on Monday when I was like, what's on Raw tonight? And, like, there was no preview with the exception of one match, which was Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. That was the main event of the show. They literally opened Raw with an angle with Kevin Owens, and they did it throughout the entire show leading to the match. That third hour with Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, 1.37 million viewers and a .34 in 18 to 49. That would tie hour three on July 5 for the lowest total audience of an hour in raw history. The 0.34, 18 to 49 for the third hour sets the record. Not only does it set the record for the lowest rated hour in the history of raw. And by the way, I'm watching raw from 1993. We're on raw number two with Rob Bartlett or whatever the bloke's name is doing commentary since, <laughs> since that show like repo man is feuding with the macho man randy savage who is doing commentary this is how far back we're going sean michaels is getting ready to do a loser leaves town match with rick flair you got to go back that far this is the lowest the lowest 18 to 49 in the history of this show the old record was 0.37 this was a 0.34 jiminy christmas as they say on Disney shows. 17% first to third hour drop. The largest in months. Why? Daylight savings time. All these old people like me, they just go to bed early. Or they try. Did I went to bed the other day at 3.05 a.m. after doing the Dave show? You know what time that was three days earlier? 4.05 a.m. <laughs> then my kids decide, oh, it doesn't matter what the clocks say. I'm going to wake up at my normal time. 1.65 million viewers, first hour. 1.62 million, second hour. 1.37 million in the third hour. God help me. What a horrible number. Hard out there over on the West Coast, isn't it? <laughs> Hard everywhere, Mike. Hey, look. We're all suffering in one way or the other. That's true, but fans are creatures of habit, and in the wrestling business, it has been noted one-time change can throw you off. It's just you oh know. yeah. By the way, it's it's Ric Flair and Mister Perfect, not Shawn Michaels. I was going to say I'm yeah, dying uh, over here. <laughs> but, but you know they they seem to find football. They seem to find a lot of other shows. So sometimes you know yeah. Is it true that there's a little bit of a decline? Absolutely. Is it also true that maybe you didn't give these people what they wanted to see? It's also very possible. You know, is your product not hot right now? And you didn't give them anything to be fired up about? 
Yeah, that's probably the case. So I, you can blame daylight savings time, but the reality of the situation is we have seen these slips over and over again, and you can blame COVID, blame this, blame that, whatever you want to, but, you know, this is the third lowest number that they've had. All three of these numbers have come within the last two years. And granted, again, COVID, there have been other issues, but the product is not hot. They have nobody's, you know, their fans aren't motivated unless they are the ones online that are wanting to argue with AEW fans. I mean, what else do you have right now? They have Roman Reigns. That thing has been fantastic with Brock Lesnar. But even the most diehard fans know that they are not going to be fed this every single week. They're not going to see Brock Lesnar every single week. You know, these guys aren't going to touch until, you know, what? Royal Rumble, Survivor, who knows when they are. So, and, and fans know that too. So you got to give them something else to, to, to build around and to make them feel something about. And I don't think people wanting to see Kevin Owens go dirty in a time where we're talking about reality and what we know of reality and even the most obstreperous personalities, even the most, you know, tough to deal with people, the CM Punks and the Eddie Kingston's of the world, we're, we're celebrating their promos, we're celebrating what they are, even though they've had a lot of ups and downs with them, their personal lives, with other wrestlers, things like that. And you got Kevin Owens there, who everybody knows is the best family guy in the entire world. I shouldn't say the best, but we get to see him put himself on display with his family. We know what he is. Yes, we know what the wrestling character is, but we also see this guy that nobody wants to boo. Who wants to boo Kevin Owens? And now, and you saw it last week, they were putting you in a position to boo Kevin Owens, who, again, everything about that turn, everything about the match, Two weeks ago, everything about the match on Monday night and the whole lead-up to what happened with turning Kevin Owens on Big E was awful. It was, again, there's been far worse things in wrestling, but it was ill-advised and it was poorly done. And I think that may have a little bit of something to do with it, too, because, again, what are you giving these people to, to sink their teeth into? There's not much. Dagan says, could this, uh, this decline in viewership have to do with the show being bad? Actually, no, because uh, the third hour of the show was not bad. It was daylight savings time. People just went to bed early. Oh, and then and then in wait. the spring? No, dude, I've seen it's some It's the hor- lowest third hour, one of their lowest third hours of all time. It's they did 1.37 million people. I understand that, Brian. They went to Point, sleep. That's fine. Point to other examples in data, then, that states the decline in the number has been this bad well you're talking the you... overall listen overall the show sucks that's why it's slowly declining over the years but the, but the whole but thing is it doesn't was... matter if it's daylight savings time brian you have yes it does point... matter yes you had 1.6 million people right about to begin that show what was the first hour by the end of the show sleepy time or not they didn't give people a reason to stick around so you can blame daylight savings time all you want it's a part of it but it is not I don't think it is the root issue of where they're well, at right now. Mike, the obviously the root issue is the show sucks, okay? Exactly. But Dagan, Dagan is you asking. Can say that. Dagan is asking, is a record low third hour because the show sucked? No, that show was fine. It's and the main event was two stars that they advertised the match, and they had a good match, and they spent 35 minutes on it. That wasn't the reason the show died. I've seen shows 50 times worse than this show that somehow have a gain in a horrible hour or a decline in a horrible hour. 
the the overarching issues with the show is why we're in football season and we're going to probably have another record low at some point down the road. And we'll probably have another record low before January comes. But whatever the show is that does the next record low, it's not going to be the fault of whoever had a match during that hour. It's but it's just, also not going to be the fault of Daylight Savings Time. It, well, you know what? When Daylight Savings comes, <laughs> Mike... When daylight, when the clocks Brian, shift yes. again, okay, on the next dad. Sunday that they shift again in March, I'll dad explain it. The the raw after that switch is going to have a strong third hour, and it don't matter who's in that third hour. You will not be able to say, "Oh, I can't believe they put Dewdrop and Alexa Bliss in the third hour. It did so well." Well, it had nothing to do with them. It had to do with the time change, like it does every year, twice a year, every time. It's always that. Now, why is the show? in general doing horrible numbers because it sucks but it is not kevin owens and seth rollins fault that they set a record low in that third hour it's not their fault nobody's blaming them you just did you oh because the it. show sucked old man back in a moment observer live yes we should abolish daylight savings even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
there's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Let's move on to more news here. AEW tonight. Oh, yeah, Rocky Romero's on the show against Brian Danielson. Well, that should be awesome. Mm-hmm. We've got Pac versus Dax Harwood. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page will have their contract signing for full gear. I'm sure that'll go off without a hitch. Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter versus Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, and Anna Jay. Leah Rush and Dante Martin versus Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel. And, uh, yeah. The inner circle talking. Inner circle. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing here says, Jericho, Hager, Santana, Ortiz, and Hager. Jericho, Guevara, Santana, Ortiz, and Hager. There we go. We'll face Dan Lambert, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and Junior Dos Santos and Andre Arlovsky Saturday. They will... Uh, That's what they're going to talk about. ...be on the show to talk to Tony Schiavone. Sometimes I read this backwards. You know it doesn't work when you read something backwards? <laughs> Man, you know what? I take it all back. You really are having a day. I, I am having a day, but I've been having a week. It still hasn't gotten fixed yet. How are you going to You're going to be a mess. Are you going to be here next Monday? I mean, honest to God, are you going to be able to be okay? Because you're not going to catch up on anything. No, and then I'm, this gonna, is I'm, gonna gonna I'm coming home on Sunday afternoon. I'm, I'm gone for 24 hours. I got this handled. You don't think I've traveled before? You don't think I'm a professional? Yeah, and then we hear about how awful it went and how bad you feel and how terrible well, something went. Well, I'm not going to Orlando, nor am I going to New York, New Jersey. So what's the problem? You I'm, fly- I'm flying two hours to San Jose. It's basically Seattle. i got no problems. Basically Seattle. It is. I'm not losing my touch, you idiot. Ban that guy. Is Vinny actually going to the New Japan show? Yes, or is he just going to, like... I wasn't sure if he was just following the Kraken no. around now, like they're Are playing in San me? Jose. You kidding me? The the wild rhino used to teach, what do they call it, uh, geriatric swimming at yes. Vinny's wife's swimming pool. So there's a connection here. The white we rhino? Knew, we knew him before he was famous. Clark Connors! Oh. You were the worst <laughs> fan of New Japan, Mike. Oh, yeah, Golly. right. <laughs> oh, my God. If I said I the Rainmaker, would you have to ask me who that was? <laughs> All of a sudden, now you—I can't believe you're even watching New Japan. I'm happy that this I've is been now watching the case. New Japan for years. What are you talking about? 
Did you I was see talking Zach, about New Japan on the end Zach of my Saber big audio Jr. versus Shingo? I remember you were a big fan Did of Zack Saber Jr. for all those years. Did you see the rules match? Are you, listen to you. Listen to you all of a sudden. Oh, by the oh, way, by the way, Mike. Yes. Uh, did you listen to the Filthy Show? I have not yet. Oh, well, guess who else just figured out that Zack Sabre Jr. has put on like 10 pounds and looks a thousand times better and is as good or better a worker? See, you already Filthy died on Tom. that hill. You died on that I hill with all the hill. arrows life from every New Japan fan. Everybody, because I believe me, I everybody that listened to the Big Audio Nightmare over all those years, what is wrong with Brian Alvarez talking about Zack Sabre Jr. like that? And the bottom line was the I always thought chest. it was jealousy. It was jealousy. You looked at him and thought, well, I have a bigger chest than this guy does, even though he's, you know, got a little bit of size on you in other ways, and he's, you know, far more skilled on the ground than you are. At least that's what he says, you know. I thought that was the issue. Because how have you always been well, a denier issue, of Mike? Zack Sabre Jr. just because of a the chicken issue. chest the when issue. he can tie men in the knots The like issue that? is that I'm a lot like Vince McMahon in some ways. When I watched the old Zack Sabre Jr., I was like, look at this chicken chest. I choked the gizzard off this guy. But now I look at him, he's put on like 10, 15 pounds, and I'm like, yeah, that guy'd kill me. So it's better. Oh, I think it's I think it's. No, you other age. nerds that like can't do anything. You look at Zack Sabre Jr. when he's skinning, you think he'd kill you. I looked at what he was doing in that ring tying up people. It's been one of the more interesting stories. Look, I, I like layers in the stories. And, and for all of the jokes aside with Zack Sabre Jr., his technical skill was the thing that always got him in New Japan. Obviously, that was always his main thing. But the thing that he had working against him when he would face bigger guys would be his size. And they did play that into the story. They did play his veganism and his vegetarianism into the story. So... I do like how they have layers like that the same way that you always have one person. And I know people are still, I'm sure somebody is really upset still over Alan Angels and Kenny Omega too. But that's the story they were kind of telling there. With And you see it in sports all the time. Sometimes somebody's just got your number. And the Sonata Zack Sabre Jr. thing when it came to the, the pleasure lock and all that sort of stuff, or the paradise lock, all that sort of stuff. It, it is, it's nice. And it's, again, one of the things that everybody else in wrestling does that WWE doesn't that, again, is, is a very nice thing to do and a nice transition. And Zack Sabre Jr. has had a great year. And that's another thing is, thank God there are people, you know, who have denied him like you that are finally stepping up to plate to see how good this guy's been because the team with Taichi and his just his consistent work has been fantastic. WWE has set a date for NXT's 2.0 first big show of the rebrand during the episode last night. It was announced. By the way, I heard the episode last night was horrible. Is that true? And that was from people there. Oh, God. So anyway, it's going to take place Sunday, December 5th. The show will air live on Peacock and the WWE Network. It is not being branded as TakeOver. So the, the final link back to the days of Triple H has been shattered be the fifth straight year they presented war games. You know what's funny, too, about this story is that, you know, as we're all well aware, this is now a Vince McMahon, Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard production. And for years they had the rights to use war games, and they never, ever used it on the main roster. So Hunter ended up using an NXT. Now Hunter is out of power, and Vince and Pritchard and everybody are in charge, and hey, look at that, they're running war games now. So we'll see what the teams end up being, what the matches end up being. Probably going to be like the teacher and the poker player and the guy that puts people in the trunk against <laughs> some other dudes, be my guess. Cameron Grimes, I guess, would be one of those guys since he's now a uh, poker aficionado. Yeah. I think they're going to have like some poker gimmick next week. 
Because, you know, when I look at the lineup for NXT 2.0, I'm always excited when I see poker gimmick upcoming. Well, Which honestly get... is better than another uh, contract signing. I'll give you that much. That's how you get the kids in there, too. Aren't, aren't the kids right now big poker players? Isn't that what this whole thing was designed to do? Is, uh, Are they? Is, is kids to today have gotten old? <laughs> poker? Hey, I don't know. Look, this They're is, this dance is the what they said. Next? Well, that's apparently that might be the case. And actually, that would be a real probably pop their demographic there that's over 50 years old and many of them over 60 and 70 years old. I was looking at this yesterday. It is amazing how the loyalty of the over 50 fan, because, I mean, we're old, but we're not there yet. And they lived through the fall of the territorial era. They lived through the contraction, the 80s, the Hulkamania boom, the WCW-WWF battle into the Attitude Era, and then through the Cena Era. And, again, the rise of the Indies and all the other things that have happened, you know, all Japan nearly dying and this and all the things that have happened in the wrestling world, and those people have stuck with it. And I always look at the numbers of, like, the 18 to 49s, and it's like, are those people going to stick around? You know, the the 18 to 34s, are those people going to stick around as long? Because once you do, I mean, you're there forever, but it is amazing that those people have stuck through for so long. And I wonder, you know, percentage-wise, are we going to be able to bring this many people you know, into the future, or is there going to be a decline? Are we going to see a dip for a while in wrestling, you know, before we see that type of loyalty again out of a group? Because it, it is amazing. A million people of, of that crowd on, on Raw on Monday night, a million of them were, were people over the age of 50, and many, I'm sure, much older than that. Well, we've got uh, Bray Wyatt news here. The former Bray Wyatt is working on a future film with Callisum Studios, according to a report. Wyndham Rotunda's first post-WWE project was announced in an exclusive report by Metro.co.uk. Colossum's owner, is that what a baby, never mind, says that uh, Rotundo and uh, Jason Baker are collaborating on a movie. It's a feature film. It is something really new and different. I'd say probably the best way to describe it is Ichi the Killer meets Xanadu. Huh? Well, don't be old. Baker posted a photo on a Warner Brothers studio lot with Rotunda last month. Says that the film project sprung out of some Hollywood meetings. Well, that's usually where these spring from. Fightful Select was first to report on the meetings. So it looks like he's going to be doing a film. So it sounds like to me from this report, which I'm fine with, go do a really creative film about right now. I'm for it. Yeah, hey, put it, there's so many streaming services and things like that. Look, if he's got a creative idea and he's got a creative mind, which he obviously does, whether you like the results of what he's put out or not is a different story. And, and to be fair to him, it has been under the hand of Vince McMahon and the WWE. So maybe we haven't seen full scale what this guy can do yet and what's in his mind and what his friends have planned. Uh, so good. I guess good for him to go ahead and do that stuff, because I would rather see it in that realm than in a professional wrestling ring. And who knows what direction they decide to go. There are still people who believe that Lucha Underground is a viable concept to have a wrestling hybrid type of production where, again, wrestling's only part of that story. They may be able to pull something off here. I have no idea. I just almost fell over in the fact that you said Xanadu because that was 1980. 
with a living Newton John. And I, to be honest, I can't remember if I ever saw it or not as a kid. Bro, you know when the first Chucky came out? Go Say find what? out when Child's Play came out. That was a long time ago, too. I know. And I'm watching this doll on NXT, not lately. There's no. And by new- the way, you guys realize, I yes. read yesterday the story about how Ciampa said that uh, Rick Steiner was originally going to be at that uh, show where Braun Breaker was getting the championship match, but then he couldn't make it. Maybe he found out Chucky was there. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know what we haven't done in a while? What's that? Did I just screw this whole thing up? Probably. It's that kind of day. Did I really? Where is this? I was going to take phone calls. Now I can't find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it vanished. It's God day. telling you, don't do this to the people. Wow. How did I do that? It's that kind of day. Yeah, it is. Oh, there it is. I put it in the wrong tab, or I put it on the wrong gimmick or whatever. Hey, I'm going to take phone calls today, everybody. That's what we need to turn this show around. So here's how we do it. You call the number. 844-913-2727. Toll free. I pay for your call. Can you believe that? I actually pay for these calls. You ever yeah, thought about that? we all do. <laughs> 844-913-2727. Next, next time you're mad, think about how mad I must be. I'm paying for them. 844-913-2727 is the phone number. Or you can text us, 425-780-7566. Brian, actually, you always use that term incorrectly, between mad and angry. But in this case, you're actually right. You probably have been driven mad. I mean, I'm using the words calls. mad and angry wrong. You you just always you know mix those two up too much. You don't you're know what's angry. in my body. Now I mean, I'm angry and mad. mad. Are you are you are you mad? Are you ready to go to like some sort of you know center to be cared for in a padded room in a cell or God, you know what? Is this guy talking about? Thank God the callers are calling. Save the show, callers. Mm. Bellows Fall Dagan, you're on the air. I even know where he lives. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I'm. That's a little scary, but uh, you know, it, it, consolation prizes. I've probably racked it's up called, a good it's uh, called bill caller for you ID, there, Brian. Dagan. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever the modern cool word docs, is. Cool docs, bro. I'm not doxing you. It says right here. Something like that, yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, guys, I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on this uh, AEW show coming up this weekend. Really looking forward to it. And in terms of, like, the matches, I think a lot of things are easily, not much predictable, but things will probably make sense, like Hangman winning the title. But one that I'm kind of stuck on here is Darby and... MJF and was curious who you guys think should go over in that match. It's simple, my friend. Um, I'm Dagan. thinking they're probably they're probably going to set up a feud with uh, MJF and CM Punk next. But I wanted to get you guys thought on that. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, well, sorry my... I ruined the show. Have a good one. Twitch me. <laughs> I want to thank you very much for the call. It's it's simple, I believe. So if if MJF is going to be next in line for Hangman's title after after Hangman versus whoever wins the. Uh, the Brian Danielson Miro match because I presume that the winner of Brian Danielson and Miro is probably going to get that championship match on TV sometime because we got a long time. It's January is the next pay per view, I think. So if if uh, if MJF is going to get the next championship match on pay per view against Hangman, then he should beat Darby. If he's not going to, if we're going to move on to Hangman versus CM Punk, or I'm sorry, uh, MJF versus CM Punk, then then Darby. Darby is, is I don't want to say he's owed a big win, but like Darby had the big match with CM Punk, and Punk decisively beat him. And I watched it, and I thought, you know what? This guy's going to get a big win at some point down the road for, you know, helping helping this guy out. So my gut tells me that it's probably not going to be MJF versus Hangman in January. And so I think that Darby ends up winning on Saturday night, but we'll see. I see Hangman Page winning the title. 
I see MJF winning this match because he's only got, what, one loss? I think he actually even brought that up a week or two ago in interviews. You know, he's only been beaten once. I think he's the next guy. I think a feud with Hangman Page is the way to go. And I think you can tell that story over the span of six months to eight months if you wanted to. I'm not saying that they're going to do that, but I I think you can have a different opponent for the title in January and not necessarily have to do Hangman Page and MJF. You can have MJF tied up with somebody else. You can have Hangman defended against, let's say the open, you know, the the forbidden door opens, and it's, again, you can bring in a name for him to face that's going to be a big event. Do it. You know, and I think they're not, to me, there's no reason to rush MJF and Adam Page. You know, I think people want to see them face off. They're obviously, you know, two of the the pillars, obviously not the, the pillars are putting on the t-shirt. I I don't believe if Adam Page was one of them, but if he was, whatever, it doesn't matter. Bottom line is he's the future of that company alongside MJF. And I don't think they need to rush to that. People want to see him, but they don't necessarily want to see him right this second. So go ahead and give both of them the victories. Darby Allen can destroy MJF afterward. You can play into things with the Wardlow storyline that they have been kind of iffy about. But, you know, Allen looking great, leaving MJF laying, even if it's a cheap thing that MJF gets the victory over him, that's what MJF does anyway. I think that's, to me, the best case scenario for all of that. We're going all the way to Australia here. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, uh, sorry about the international fee. Um, sort of going off what you guys are talking about, I had this idea a couple of months ago, but what do you think about MJF being the first challenger and beating Hangman in the first defense? Oh. Just to show that people can lose in the first one. Well, here's the thing. I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't mind the idea of training the fans one time that you're not necessarily going to retain on your first defense. But uh, two problems. Number one, if MGF is next in line, he's not going to be the first defense. The first defense is the winner of Brian Danielson and Miro. So we'd actually be losing on the second defense. And the other thing is, there there are people that can win and immediately lose. But I think when you're doing a two-year storyline to a guy getting the title, if he gets the title and then immediately loses the title, he's Lex Luger. And I do not want to turn Hangman Page into... AEW's version of, of Lex Luger. So, no, I, I would not beat this guy for a while. Cheapens everything, unfortunately. You know, and again, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, Hangman Page, with how he's been portrayed the whole voyage that he's had, it would be a big mistake. And him having a banger against Brian Danielson or a, a fight where he's got to overcome Miro and then goes on and faces MJF or whoever it is, I mean, I think that would be the way you'd want to go with this. And, again, there's a time to do that sort of thing. I just, for right now with AEW still building, and, again, this is a young company, I, to me, I wouldn't do that. Tara Hout, you're on the air. What's going on? That's in Indiana, Mike. Hout. Hey, um, shout out to Twitch homies. Um, I'm actually heading to the Dynamite show right now, and I wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were about the uh, rumblings that we might see Okada or Ishii or someone show up tonight to do some sort of start to the storyline. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, to me personally, if, if uh, you know, Okada or whoever – if they're not available for, like, the pay-per-view, this is the go-home show for full gear. So I really wouldn't want to bring in an Okada and and just, uh, you know, everyone's excitement suddenly shifts to something else. 
Plus, we don't know how long Okada is going to be in this country or a Shii or anything like that. Ishii is a little different because, you know, it would be it would be cool if, like, you know, Shii shows up and, and calls somebody out and they just have some crazy match tonight and then that's it for Ishii for the time being. But if you're going to do, like, something with Okada and he's going to challenge Daniels, whatever. It, to me, it takes away focus from your pay-per-view this weekend. So I don't think that I would do it, but maybe they will. I mean, they're in town. I mean, I yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. And just with the she, with him, you know, again, West Coast pro and and being wrestling uh, Vinny Massaro, and he's here, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. If you wanted to build up to something for him next week, I think that would be a good idea. I just think Okada's presence. Again, people are going to want to see Okada Omega, Okada Brian Danielson. They're going to, you put them against anybody. I think by having him there, unless, again, you're full bore ready to go with something, which right now, New Japan, I don't see how they are. And I know that Okada's not in the tag league or anything like that. But with everything that they have on the line and everything that's been going on leading into January 4th, I, I don't know. Much like Naito coming back, I don't know if I want to do anything with Okada that puts him in any harm's way or lags him in any way whatsoever that's not going to directly benefit their company. Oh, Jorge Masvidal injured. Fight with Leon Edwards off of UFC 269. You know, every now and then uh, we're we're uh, doing the getting ready to do the Dave show, and I go, okay, what are we going to talk about tonight? Dave lists off his uh, list of things. And it'll be like, you know, October, and you'll go, uh, such and such, we've got to talk about such and such a fight that's going to be coming up in February. <laughs> I'm like, do we really need to talk about this? Because, like, <laughs> bro, these fights fall through all the time. So the Masvidal fight is off. Maybe it's available for uh, Saturday now. Doubt it. But anyway, that's the update. All the best to uh, Masvidal. I hear you're going to be reviewing UFC shows a lot earlier on the don't Sunday even get me started now. on this. I don't even want to talk about it. That dude was emotional for him. Let's go to, uh, yeah, then he, then he uh, admits he hadn't heard the show yet. Because we talked about it for 22 minutes. Brendan, you're on the air. What's going on? Newark, New Jersey. Hey, how's it going, Brian and Mike? Uh, thanks for always putting me over in Twitch chat, by the way, every time you read the email. But uh, my question is about what are your thoughts on Eddie Kingston and AEW? Uh, they're really pushing this. You're lazy and you don't work hard enough. Do you see him uh, having a change of attitude, maybe uh, turning uh, when it comes to that long-term storytelling? Just want your thoughts. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I believe with all my heart, and nobody ever tells me anything till after things already happened, but I believe that Eddie Kingston was going to turn heel with John Moxley. And John Moxley, there's no way he's coming back as a babyface. And thus, I do not think that there is any way that Eddie Kingston is turning heel. Because what I believe is that whatever Eddie Kingston is doing now, when John Moxley comes back, I believe that they are largely, and I, I have no evidence of this, don't write a story saying that this is the plans or anything, I don't know anything, but I believe as a viewer, and watching what they do in AEW, that they are going to be a tag team. And if you think about John Moxley's already been the champion, I don't think they're building up to another championship run with him imminently. But Eddie Kingston and John Moxley fighting for the tag team titles or being tag team champions, I mean, that would have been great as a heel team. It would be great as a babyface team. So CM Punk, I mean, he's he's teased a heel turn from pretty much day one. And it may have been a situation where, in this feud, Eddie Kingston was going to ultimately be the heel. But then perhaps they changed course, and now Eddie's going to stay babyface. And Punk's like, dude, I'll go heel now. I'm all ready to go. 
Or maybe none of this will happen. But that's what I think. That's where I think we're going. But I don't know anything. Yeah, I, Can I make that clear? That. I don't know anything. So don't write <laughs> stories about this. I don't know anything about this. Especially not today. Don't don't take this man at his word. But, uh, look, I think with a lot of people are wondering, well, CM Punk called him a bum, whatever. You know, is that a sign that he could be going healed? Maybe. Or it could just be a sign that these are, like, brought up Daniels, a bunch of guys who have known each other for a long time, who are uber competitive, who have had to fight and claw and scratch, and they've been put down by the companies they've tried to work for. In the case of Eddie Kingston, couldn't even make it into those companies. That it could just be a bunch of dudes that are just talking trash to each other, that have mutual respect for each other. And at the end of this whole thing, maybe Eddie's booed a little more, maybe Punk's booed a little more, but they don't lose anything with their own fans. And you don't have to, to me, frame this as CM Punk going to be a monster heel. Not right now. Not right now. To me, I wouldn't make that move. I'd let everything kind of happen more organically. And when you start feeling that turn from the fans, then go ahead and do that. Because, like you said, when Moxley comes back, he's a babyface. And it's hard to boo Eddie Kingston of the entire mix. CM Punk may actually be the easiest one. But also with him, his personality, what we know about this guy... Why would you even have to do that? He, in some ways, is the ultimate shade of grade. Some people love him. Some people hate him. In the ring, out of the ring, in the crowd, in the locker room, he's a good guy to have like that. All right. Hollister, California. we got a moment here. What's going on? Hello? Yeah, you're in the air. What's up? Hey, uh, so who, who do you guys think is going to be match of the night for full gear? Ooh, match of the night for full gear. Thank you very much for the call. I mean, honestly, I there's a lot of great matches on the show, but I will just pick Omega and the Hangman for their climactic battle for the title. That's my guess. I'm saying Danielson and Miro just to be different because they're both awesome. So Back in a moment, Observer Live. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now 
and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Sorry we didn't get to all the calls. We were flooded today. Maybe I should do these calls more often. This is a good day of calls. All right, so we didn't watch NXT 2.0. I could talk about it tomorrow. But uh, Marcus here has sent the updates for the show. If you haven't seen it, this is what you have to look forward to. Kushida is now a comedy wrestler and part of Tag Team Jacket Time. I knew that one. Raquel rides a motorcycle on a full-time basis. Full-time? Dakota Kai has a Twitch. No, not the internet thing. What? Oh, no. Grizzled young vet steal from Uber Eats thanks to a random guy on the street. MSK can't catch a bus or taxi, so they have to walk. Romance between Zion Quinn and Electra Lopez. Boa has now taken the place of the 1,000-year-old lady. Man, I knew she wasn't going to last when they got, when Vince and everyone took over. Although that seems right up his alley with Bray and everything. Joe Gacy continues to be the worst gimmick in wrestling. Well, that's the update, everybody. How about that? Can't wait. Well, anyway, I'm going to watch that show this afternoon. And I'm going to watch AEW Dynamite tonight. And then later this evening for our... Loyal WrestlingObserver.com subscribers. Our podcast with Dave will be up talking both those shows and all of the news. And then back here tomorrow with Mike to uh, talk the fallout. What's so funny? Nothing. Nothing at all. I at least know there's going to be a tomorrow. I don't know what day it's going to be, but it'll be there. The sun will rise in the morning. We're out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners in the studio. My main man, Dom. He is my main man on this show. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.